unregulated militia be necessary to the security of a free state? The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I am so glad you joined the program today. We've got a good one for you. We've got an armed citizen story to uh, talk about. Also a uh, good deed of the day. But the meat of our uh, topic... Yeah, the uh, head of a gun company who decided to go off on a vaccine rant and is uh, now facing consumer backlash. As a result, we will uh, get to that story in just a moment. Before we do, though, got a special message for you. Do you miss President Trump? Well, you are not alone, and I'm coming to you with a very special offer that you do not want to miss. Now is your chance to win one of six signed photos of President Trump. These were hand-signed by President Trump, and soon one could be hanging up in your home. When President Trump signed these photos, he wanted to make sure that all of his supporters had the chance to receive one. And now is your chance. All you have to do is text GUNS to 55404 today for your chance to win a beautiful photo of President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump, hand-signed by President Trump himself. By texting GUNS to 55404 right now, you'll also receive exclusive double entry, into, uh, double entry activation. I knew we could get that right. Double entry activation for a limited time. Again, text GUNS to 55404 to have your name entered twice to win a hand-signed Trump photo. You don't want to miss this. Contest in soon. Paid for by the National Republican Senatorial Committee. All right, so as you know, we have uh, a lot of debates over vaccines and vaccine mandates these days, right? And I, I I definitely understand. People have strong opinions one way or the other. I myself am in the, uh, I'm in the camp of I'm fully vaccinated and I'm opposed to mandates, which has gotten me my share of grief for having that opinion. Um, I don't really understand, though, why Sandy Chisholm, who is the uh, CEO of North American Arms, I don't understand what prompted him to write this screed about the unvaccinated, they're the North American Arms website. Apparently, uh, every month, Sandy Chisholm uh, writes something called Sandy's Soapbox. And it's there on the website of NorthAmericanArms.com. Uh, I guess this is just, you know, a chance for Sandy Chisholm, the CEO, to write about whatever's on his mind. Well, back in September, Sandy Chisholm wrote about the unvaccinated. And he had some pretty harsh words to say about the unvaccinated. Turns out, uh, not many people saw this at the time. But uh, the website, the gun feed, picked up on this. And uh, once their reporting started going out uh, to gun owners, Sandy Chisholm and North American Arms are getting a, uh, a backlash. So, so what exactly did Sandy Chisholm have to say? And is this an overreaction on the part of uh, gun owners? Well, I'll report, you decide. <laughs> this is from Chisholm's original September column the Sandy Soapbox column, in which he wrote, Over the past few months, my thoughts about those who don't believe in the value of vaccinations has transitioned from disinterest to sympathy to incredulity to contempt. I believe that those who don't take advantage of the opportunities to become vaccinated are ignorant, misguided, and or selfish, or any combination of the three. Despite all of the unarguable reasons in favor of getting vaccinated, there remains a surprisingly large number of people who stubbornly refuse to do so. Why? There seems to be a variety of excuses that are proffered, almost none of which hold any validity. I offer some of the more popular ones in no particular order. And then he uh, goes and he, 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 he lists some of the 
uh, excuses for not getting vaccinated that uh, that he has heard. Uh, I don't believe the vaccines are safe. He says, well, how much data gathered over what period of time will it take to put this false narrative to bed? Um, I have a history of adverse allergic reactions. Maybe, says that alone has a taint of legitimacy. Uh, I claim a religious exemption. For the life of me, he wonders. I can't understand the basis of such a thing. What religion would advocate against something that would protect your life and that of others? Certainly none that I've ever heard of. Go ask the Pope. I can't afford it. Bullshit, he says. It's free. I don't know where to find it. Are you living under a rock? I'm a freedom-loving American. I simply don't want to. Ah, here we go, writes Sandy Chisholm. This is far and away the most frequent and lamest excuse. Even Donald Trump, the poster child, he writes, for the selfish exercise of frequently nonsensical individual freedoms, has been vaccinated and encouraged other people to do so as well. As a member of a society, Chisholm wrote, you have an obligation not to threaten the health and well-being of others, particularly when doing so comes at no risk or expense to you. Uh, he then went on to say, quote, I'll admit, I enjoy no small measure of schadenfreude reading stories of those stubborn people who find themselves stricken and on death's door, suffering from their earlier foolish decision not to get vaccinated. I look at it almost as a Darwinian effect, helping cleanse our gene pool. Excuse my lack of sympathy. Too bad. Completely avoidable. Didn't have to happen. Yeah, by the way... um, you know, there are gun control advocates who would make that very same argument anytime a legal gun owner is, is shot, right? Oh, if you didn't have a gun on you, couldn't have happened. I, I don't, I, I, I'm one of those weirdos who I don't really, I don't think schadenfreude is actually something that we should be celebrating uh, when you are celebrating. The, I mean, it really is, you know, feeling good about the misfortune of others, right? Even if you think they had it coming to them. It's still not, I would say it's it's not a, a great emotion to revel in. You know, it says more about you than it does about the person uh, who is suffering that misfortune. Um, Sandy Chisholm went on to say, I know that this is one of my more controversial and likely to be one of my least popular rants. Yeah, got that right. I take this personally, he says. There are individuals in my own family who are the subject of, of my heretofore silent disdain, as well as several other friends, as well as people on my team at North American Arms, people who I otherwise respect and whose company I enjoy. Not so much now. Now, again, I confess, I don't know what prompted Sandy Chisholm to write this piece, but he did. And it really doesn't make much of an impact. Several weeks go by. And then, as I say, the gun feed uh, picks up this story. People start paying attention to it. Now the original post is off of the North American Arms website. You, you go there, you get an error message. And Sandy Chisholm has a new soapbox uh, column in which he uh, says, similar message, different language. <laughs> he said, I can't describe the shock I felt when I did my daily audit of our message board and found the very new, very active thread, which arose from a soapbox that had been posted over a month earlier. Uh, you'll have seen the number of comments which are left below the original post. Four. And to those, the direct emails I received, five. And I thought that the soapbox had probably been overlooked by just about everyone, as I often feel. Usually, he says, my soapboxes don't deserve much comment. The current thread suggests otherwise in this case. Hey, you know, he wasn't expecting the reaction that he has received. Because apparently not many people have read these soapboxes in the past. Well, they read this one. And uh, now Sandy Chisholm says, I'm very sorry 
about some of the things that I said and not at all sorry about most others. <laughs> I'm very sorry, he says, about the harsh language I use in an attempt to make a point. I strongly believe in the point about promoting vaccinations, but I'm very disappointed in myself for the unnecessarily inflammatory words I use in an attempt to make it and the disrespect it showed. How I expressed myself was rude and embarrassing. What hurts most is the respect I've deservedly lost among so many. I've spent the last 30 years attempting to earn it, and I understand the reaction from those who felt insulted by some of the language of my rant. I knew at the outset that I risked alienating some to the degree that, I would, that it would cost North American arms some sales. That's okay. I applaud those who express themselves with their wallet. I've done the same, but I'm very sorry to those that I insulted. It was unforgivable, and I'm profoundly sorry. I was rude, and I apologize. Chisholm then goes on to say, I'm not at all sorry about the debate between the exercise of individual freedoms, which I embrace, and the personal and societal responsibility, which I believe in. While I believe in freedom of speech, I understand, too, that I'm constrained from yelling fire in a crowded movie theater. Not when there's a fire, by the way. Uh, when I believe, while I believe in freedom of behavior, including swinging my fists freely, that freedom ends when my body is in close proximity to another. If you want to stand naked in the rain, knock yourself out. But if you want to do something that increases a threat to someone other than yourself, that's a different matter. Again, gun control activists would make the very same argument when it comes to things like the right to carry. Right? Well, if I, if I, maybe if you want to have a gun in your home, but I don't even like it because somebody could steal that gun and they could use it in crime on the street. So, no, I mean, your right to own a gun impacts my right to be safe. We hear that argument from gun control advocates all the time. And here we have uh, Mr. Sandy Chisholm making the argument when it comes to vaccines. He says, quote, I believe in freedom, but freedom is not without its limits. My views notwithstanding, you should note that I have not attempted to create a vaccination mandate at North American Arms. People who suggest that I don't understand or appreciate individual freedoms are simply wrong. And that is important to note. If there is no vaccine mandate for the employees of North American Arms, despite sanitism saying, I think you're an idiot for not getting vaccinated. I hold you in contempt uh, if you're not getting vaccinated, but I'm not going to have a vaccine mandate for my employees. You know, I, I, I will say, that that is a, I won't necessarily say it's a consistent position, but you're entitled to your own opinion, right? Even if you're wrong. Um, and I think it does make a difference. If Sandy Chisholm is not telling employees, unless you get vaccinated, you can't work here. Again, I am pro-vaccine. I'm fully vaccinated myself. I'm anti-mandate because I think it puts people's backs up. I think it creates a, a an issue, a bigger issue. Look, we know that some folks don't want to get vaccinated. And for some of the reasons that uh, Sandy Chisholm lined out, others that he didn't mention. But ultimately, it does come down to me to do you have the individual choice to decide whether or not to get vaccinated. And I believe that you should have that individual choice. I, I'm again, I'm, I'm not a favor. I'm not in favor of mandating behavior. And I say this as somebody who has changed how I live over the past year and a half. I mean, if you're a regular viewer of this program, you know, my wife's got stage four lung cancer. She's doing really well right now, but she's still got tumors in her lungs. She's still immunocompromised. I went over a year where I was the only person doing the grocery shopping. I was, you know, she was basically stuck at home. And and I'm the person interacting with the world so that we could try to keep her safe. As soon as the vaccine became available, she got it. And I got it too. Um, she's actually had a booster 
shot because she's immunocompromised. I have not. Uh, I might. I'm not adverse to the idea of getting one. I suffered no serious. I didn't even suffer minor side effects. I had a sore arm for a day. But that's been my experience. And if you've noted, I haven't tried to use this platform at all to lecture or harangue or belittle or demean anybody who has not gotten vaccinated. A, this is a show about the Second Amendment, not about vaccines. But secondly, I don't think that does any good. I don't think it does any good to try to hector people or insult people. Uh, as Annie Chisholm did. Well, you're not doing the, what I would do, so therefore you're a moron. Does that change anybody's mind? No. It might have made Sandy Chisholm feel better when he vented his spleen. I imagine it's not making him feel too good now that the customers are reacting to this. You know, again, we are in a day and age where, and I've said this for several years now, I, I've described, uh, I've referred to our current society as generation butthurt. We're all really sensitive. This is not a matter of the left or the right. No, 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 no. Across the political spectrum, we're all a little sensitive. We're all a little butthurt. We're all very easy and eager to say, I'm offended by that. So what if you're offended? But, you know, I mean, if you're offended, then don't do business with North American arms. If you're offended, then, uh, you know, send Sandy an email. So what if you're offended? I, I understand that attitude of I, 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 I'm upset with what was said, therefore I will react. And again, you have every right to do so. But I think Sandy Chisholm should have realized that living in Generation Butthurt, there's no way that in talking about, again, I mean, let's just go back to some of the language that was used here, right? I enjoy no small measure of shot and forward reading stories of those stubborn people who find themselves stricken and on death door. I look at it as an almost Darwinian effect, helping cleanse our gene pool. Excuse my lack of sympathy. Too bad. Completely avoidable. Didn't have to happen. You know, even living in a day and age where everybody is offended about something or other. Yeah, I can totally understand why uh, North American arms customers were like, all right, I'm done. If, if that's how you feel about people, I'm done. Uh, and it sounds like that has been the reaction of several of uh, North American Arms customers. Uh, I don't know if uh, Sandy Chisholm, I mean, I don't know, I, I, the attempt to undo the damage here, apologizing for the uh, the language that was used. Um, that That's that's great. And I understand that Sandy Chisholm says, look, this was as awful as what I said was. It was coming from a good place. I want people to be safe. I want people to be healthy. I understand that, too. But it's really hard to get around things like, excuse my lack of sympathy as you cleanse the gene pool, <laughs> right? Um, that, I, 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 I just think the language, and I know the language that he's apologized for, but I think that language is going to stick with people, uh, and rightly so. There, there, I think would have been a much better way for uh, Sandy Chisholm to express his support for vaccines and his desire to see his friends and family and uh, employees and customers of North American Arms be 
safe and vaccinated. There's a much better way to do it than what he did. And uh, now North American arms reaping the whirlwind. All right, let's uh, turn our attention to today's Armed Citizen story, our good deed of the day, and our recidivist report. We will start there. Case out of Florida where a man accused of killing a Hollywood, Florida police officer. Uh, No bond in his first court appearance is a little like shutting the barn door after the horses have escaped. 18-year-old Jason Bonigas probably should not have been out on the street to begin with. Uh, according to authorities, Bonigas has an extensive criminal history that dates back to the age of 12. He's 18 now. At the age of 12, he was accused of resisting an officer without violence. Since then, he's faced charges that include burglary, property damage, grand theft auto. Last year alone, he was arrested on charges of burglary, trespassing, as well as uh, drug possession near a school. And again, he was out on juvenile probation uh, from some of those previous arrests uh, when he allegedly shot and killed that uh, police officer in uh, Hollywood, Florida, Officer uh, Yandy Chirino. It was about 10.30 Sunday night. Hollywood police had received reports about a suspicious person. Uh, Neighbors in this uh, community said that they noticed somebody riding a bike driveway to driveway, grabbing door handles of cars. Um, Torino wasn't even supposed to be working that night. Was shot by Banigas as the suspect fought with the responding officers. Uh, Torino hailed as a, quote, great officer. Will have a lasting impact on our community. Said he gave his life honorably and without distinction. That was the uh, police chief there, Chris O'Brien. And again, the suspect accused of killing. Officer Yandy Chirino, 18 years of age, known to the police in the criminal justice system since the age of 12, and out on probation, multiple arrests in the last year, and out on juvenile probation at the time this officer was killed. Uh, today's armed citizen story. Now, we do have another story at uh, Bearing Arms. I wrote an entire piece about this uh, shooting at a mall in Lancaster, Pennsylvania that was stopped by an armed citizen. And I would encourage you to check that out. But we do have another armed citizen story for you. This one from Eugene, Oregon, where a uh, home invasion led to the death of a suspect early Monday morning. It was about 3.40 Monday morning. Eugene Police Department responded to reports of a burglary in progress. Neighbors called 911 to report gunfire before officers were able to arrive on the scene. Once they got there, they found the suspect inside of the apartment with a gunshot wound. They tried to perform CPR, but were unsuccessful at reviving him. A uh, man and a woman both live in the apartment. Police say that the uh, uh, male in the apartment was the one who pulled the trigger on the suspect. Both residents, though, cooperating with the police. Um, At this point, it looks to be a pretty clear-cut case of self-defense. We'll keep our eyes on any developments as they become available and report them back to you. But, uh, yeah, right now, this looks to be our... uh, Uh, Armed Citizen Story of the Day. Finally today, our uh, good deed of the day, Austin, Texas, where an off-duty officer in the right place at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing to help out a woman and her dog who had been involved in uh, in an accident, a rollover accident. Uh, And Officer Rosie Perez, I think that's her laying there on the ground in her uh, biking outfit. As I mentioned, she was off-duty. Uh, and just happened to come across this accident back on, uh, this was October the 9th. Uh, she was working off-duty as an officer for uh, Capital Metro. And she uh, saw the accident. Two cars had collided. She noticed that one had rolled over. There was a woman and her dog stuck inside. Uh, she said it looked like a pretty high-impact collision. So she called for assistance. 
She knew she wouldn't be able to get the woman out on her own, but she ended up getting down on the ground, laying there next to the car, speaking to the woman, keeping her calm until help arrived. Um, Perez said, uh, that, that's when the woman said, this is scary. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. I mean, you're hanging upside down after a rollover accident. Not quite sure maybe if you're injured, freaked out. Thankfully, again, Officer Perez was there to try to calm her down. She said, uh, sometimes, you know, one of the most rewarding parts of the job is to just go, hey, I got you. Uh, good news is, once the woman was able to get out of the car, she was up and ambulatory, uh, no serious injuries. The dog, it looks like, is going to be okay. The uh, individual in the other car uh, also did not suffer serious injuries. Uh, Austin Police Department uh, saying that uh, uh, the woman was kept calm until uh, she and the dog were removed from the wreckage. Uh, saying, uh, quote, one of the most beautiful things about this job, quoting Officer Perez, is that a lot of times we get to be the ones to simply say, I'm here and you're going to be okay. I couldn't get around until the uh, Austin Fire Department showed up to help, but I could get on the ground and be there for a few minutes to talk her through it. And in the end, that's what we all need. We just need someone to say, I'm here and I'm going to see you through. So in the right place, at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing, Officer Rosie Perez in Austin, Texas, we thank you for your very good deed. That is all the time we've got for you on this edition of Bearing Arms Cam and Company. I want to thank you for being a part of the program as always. <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts in the comments, by the way, about uh, Sandy Chisholm. Are you satisfied with the apology? Do you think his heart was in the right place and the uh, the words just came out wrong? Or do you think that um, his apology has not gone far enough? Would love to know what you think. We'll uh, talk about it on the next edition of Bearing Arms Cam and Company. Uh, don't forget, by the way, to check out BearingArms.com throughout the day for even more Second Amendment news and information from all across the nation. If you like what you see, you can become a VIP subscriber. Just go to BearingArms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNS, and you get 25% off of your VIP membership. We will be back tomorrow with more Second Amendment news and information. But until then, be well. Be safe. And be free.